2: Please stand clear of the doors.
3: Hey guys on the monorail. Did you guys know the inventor of the monorail was Henry Robinson Palmer?
4: Who are you? Joe I, the monorail guy? Joe I, the
2: monorail guy. Joe I, the monorail guy. Joe, 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 Joe I, the monorail guy. Monorail rule. Joe I, the monorail guy.
3: Welcome to episode one hundred and eighty eight of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on Bill Nye the Science Guy. Right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. Live. If you want to watch us live, all live. You have to do is sign up for our Goof Troop. You guys are messing me up. I'm not expecting <laughs> this. All you gotta do, go to dizhis.com. Look on the very top. Dot .com. Look for the Goof Troop. Yep. Dot .com. Look for the Goof Troop link, and on the very top you can see the Goof Troop link, right? Okay. As well as seeing our beautiful faces, you will be entered into our lovely giveaways. Lovely giveaways. Away, lovely giveaways. We have given away signed comics, wax melt, Disney merch, Diz His merch, and many other things. You, you will also get access to our group troop chat where you can interact with us and many of our other group troop members. We talk Disney daily. Plus our live shows are a lot of fun, obviously. Pow. And uh, you can join for like two bucks a month. So go ahead and go check it out.
4: Leave us a message. 707-842-0345. Could you imagine? Imagine what? People leaving us a message. I can't. I can't because no one's ever done it. I know. I can't imagine it.
3: People uh, have left us messages. A voicemail. Maddie called and left a message like, uh, like last week. Well, you didn't even
4: play it. Share with us. Well, all right. Listen, phone call us at seven zero seven eight four two zero three four five. We love a it's phone scary. call. Dude, Wait, if they, they call
2: three in the morning. Hard. Will you really get notified?
3: Yes, I will. Ooh. Why? Because, man? It goes if, to my phone.
2: It goes to your phone, and it starts ringing. Yes, yes. And you answer like, "Hello, this is." <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, man. Is that what mute. Full no. <laughs> trade to voicemail. Guys, I would like you to please send us an email at dizhis65 at gmail.com. I know before I said his history, and you know what we're done with that. We're moved past that. We're at dizhis65 at gmail.com. Give us some information. Give us some ideas for future episodes because I'm on level with you. We're running out of ideas, guys. It's true. We're running out of ideas. We're closing in on 200. 200 episodes. I know there's more than 200 things at Disney, so we need ideas. We need your ideas. And if they're good enough,
4: hey. Say hi to your mother for me. Even if they're not good enough, we're so going to strongly consider it.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, they're terrible. We'll take a terrible idea and we'll make it good. I think.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bill Nye, the science guy, is a show that aired on KCTS-TV in Seattle and then released nationwide on PBS, hosted by Bill Nye. It became, wouldn't it be funny if it was some other dude, it wasn't even Bill Nye, hosted by John
2: Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Like Bill Nye's his stage name?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It became so popular that it was purchased by Disney and eventually even used by Nickelodeon for Noggin. It's 100 episodes are used every year in classrooms across the nation to help inspire and spark interest in the youth of America. Interesting enough, though, Chris has never seen this at all.
4: No, I haven't. I know of Bill Nye. I know of William, Mr. Nye, but he's never been like that was just not a thing in our classrooms. We were just like I was a very planet Earth kind of uh, kind of classroom. we never bill nye never entered my classroom oh we did have miss frizzle we had a lot of uh magic magic school bus okay but bill okay. nye no i i like i know who bill nye is i know the theme song i uh i know what he looks like i've never watched an episode it's I just, interesting I yeah. mean,
3: if you really think you know the, the theme song right you've yeah. never seen it but you know the theme song yeah i, mean, I think yeah. that's kind of says a lot yeah. about how uh you know and i don't even think he's a real scientist
2: are you serious right now yeah, man. Okay. I don't think well, he's a real get, hey, wait till you hear about the history. So, you know, we start off. I started doing history on the his of Bill Nye the Science Guy, the TV show. And I'm to level with you. There's not a lot of history on the show. Like, there's not a lot of behind the scenes information about the show. So, we really what we have here is the history of Bill Nye. He's a science guy. Okay. We I mean,
3: did a whole show over him. I mean, the whole show is about him being a science guy. Yeah,
2: it's how, Bill Nye the Science Guy.
4: How deep into Bill Nye do we go?
2: We go deep. We go,
4: we go nigh deep. Um, <laughs> Emily, Emily just came over with. Uh, slapped you in the and face. Wrote, and wrote on a note and said, you've never watched Bill Nye in all caps. It's and so no, stupid. I, I was poor when I was growing the, up. They showed in
2: schools. We didn't it's have educational.
4: Educational. Yeah. What is that? What is being poor? Have anything to do? I with? I never Bill
2: watched Nye? Bill Nye in my house for free. I watched it at school to learn. Well, I guess
4: I wouldn't know because I never saw him. He was, never and it was introduced on introduced in my life.
3: I said it was you on watch, PBS. I'm not a nerd. No, i really Broadcasting. You never watched Sesame Street? That was like, it's HBO. Now it, it is. is. It actually is.
4: It actually is. Now weird. it is. But no, I didn't watch Sesame Street. But that, I, I refuse to believe that was CBS. PBS.
2: Mm-hmm. Build the science guy. Mm-hmm.
3: Let's get to the his on Bill Nye, the Science Guy.
2: Bill Nye was always a science guy. He was born in 1955 in Washington, D.C. His mother, Jacqueline, was a codebreaker during World War II due to her amazing skills in math and science. His father, Edwin, was a prisoner of war, being held by the Japanese without electricity for four years. Edwin would later become a sundial enthusiast, which he then passed down to his son, Bill. Bill Nye graduated high school in 1973 in Washington, D.C., and went to Cornell University to study mechanical engineering. At Cornell, Nye attended Carl Sagan's astronomy class, which would inspire him later in life. After graduation, he got a job in Seattle, Washington with Boeing, where he developed a hydraulic pressure resonance suppressor tube that is still used by Boeing 747s today. While working for Boeing, Bill entered himself into a Steve Martin look-alike contest did such a good job as an impressionist that he won the contest. This would spark his love for the stage, causing him to start performing stand-up comedy at night. While hanging around comedy clubs, Bill struck up a friendship with fellow stand-up comedian Ross Schaefer. Ross Schaefer would go on to have much success, so much so that he became the host of a local comedy talk show similar to David Letterman named Almost Live, which debuted in 1984. Ross Schaefer was the host and hired his good friend Bill Nye as a writer, allowing him to quit his job at Boeing. Bill would help write for the show and even appear as various characters. In 1985, Nye called out to Schaefer on air to correct his pronunciation of gigawatt. Schaefer replied, Who do you think you are? Bill Nye the science guy? Nye then earned the moniker and had a recurring segment on Ross's afternoon drive radio show where he would give scientific answers to call-in questions. In 1987, one of the guests for the show canceled last minute, leaving the show with six minutes to fill. Fifteen minutes before going live, Schaefer asked Bill if he could fill six minutes with science stuff. And Bill replied that he could do some stuff with liquid nitrogen that's pretty funny. Luckily, Bill had a friend that owed him a favor and had liquid nitrogen on the set before he had to go on. Nye put an onion in the liquid nitrogen and then smashed it like glass. He then roasted marshmallows in the fluid and ate one and blew steam out of his nose. The crowd loved the science gags. Okay, I got That's two pretty things. cool, man, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Very I got two cool. things. It's insane. So first off, see? He's a science guy. He invented something that was used in Boeing's today. It's insane. Aren't Boeing's the ones that like crash all the time? Maybe. Also, he. Uh, how do you get? Okay, so he said he had a guy who owed him a favor for liquid nitrogen. Still, how did he get it there in fifteen minutes?
4: Imagine that. Imagine that phone call. I can't get gas in fifteen minutes.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, where is this? Probably in New York, right? And you probably get anything it's in, in Seattle. Minutes. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Close well that. hold on one second hold, hold on hold on one second. first off does, does it say it's in seattle yes we don't know where ross's show is at though right
4: it's Ross in seattle show. it's in seattle
2: okay in seattle okay
4: what's been a horrible show who filmed shows in seattle what it was a very it was a local show right yeah it was a local it wasn't even this big production. He still was able to get that there. So he, like what? What did he? What favor did he owe him? I
1: know,
2: right?
4: Bill's Bill's call is, Hey, remember I took that fall for you and I <laughs> yeah, yeah. for six years? I'm gonna need some liquid <laughs> nitrogen, stat. That's right. It's like hey, well, liquid when nitrogen.
3: I I feel like is not like super hard to get a hold of.
2: Oh yeah. Do you think you can get it in 50 minutes? You doordash it.
3: I mean, Seattle is also a really big city. It is. Can doordash it? No, I can't doordash it. Let's talk a little bit about the history here, right? Um, it's pretty cool that his dad was a code breaker, or his, his mother. mother was a code breaker. Yeah, that's awesome. A code breaker, right?
4: Yeah, very cool.
3: And uh, mostly like scientists, I wouldn't say they're not really meant for the screen, right? To be like on TV. They don't have like that like screen type personality. But obviously he did have it. And that's kind of what made you know, that's what makes Bill Nye, he makes him kind of special.
4: Yeah. At, who was how big was the Steve Martin lookalike competition? I, I would I would assume it was like three people because he looks nothing like Steve Martin.
3: Well, I mean, how, how did he look when he was younger?
4: Not like Steve Martin, I can assure you that. It was
2: impersonation, so it's not only just looking like, but it's also ability to impersonate.
4: Well, it should have been a Steve Martin impersonation contest then, Alex. Shouldn't it have been?
2: <laughs> yes, I agree. The wording is a little weird, but yes. but Yeah, so, but hey, dude, go on YouTube and look up some of Bill Nye's early stand-up. And uh, so I watched some of it, and um, it's really bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's kind of rough to listen to. I'm glad he went into a science uh, education career instead of stand-up comedy because I don't think he would have made it a stand-up comic. Um, Wait.
4: Yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. okay. So, say your son is – say you're like two times your age. Your son is, you know, is, graduated from college, gets, gets a job at Boeing, right? Mm-hmm. Ring, 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 ring. Hey, Sunhouse College. You know how, how's your job at Boeing going? You know, hey, I'm just calling to tell you that I'm I'm, I'm quitting Boeing and I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> how do you think that conversation went?
2: Well, he wasn't quitting to be a comedian. He was quitting to be a writer on a show.
4: On a local Seattle comedy show. He was probably getting paid more. Late money, night.
2: Yeah, he wasn't getting paid that much, but yeah. Well,
4: on a who did the know? history? Who did the history? What was the? Uh, what was the?
2: There was a dollar amount, but I, I didn't add it in there.
4: It also was a lot long time ago, so it was a long time ago. For like you know four dollars, and that was a lot back then.
2: I mean, he's really funny though. Like on Bill Nye the Science Guy, Chris, you wouldn't know this, but he's actually really funny. Like the bits, they bits to do the stuff he talks about. How he uh, says a joke about science, he is funny. And maybe if he had more time to hone his stand up comedy craft, maybe he would have made it. Um, But. The one i saw on youtube just it wasn't very funny
4: are you sure it was bill nye though since he looks like you know what it could have been steve close. martin yeah since he looks remarkably close it could have been steve martin, martin
2: doing a bill nye impression could
3: trying to
4: mistaken. pull off
3: and you know in order to hold like kids like attention he needed to have that like you know wittiness yeah and he needs to be funny needs mm-hmm. to be yeah for um, sure. because i can tell you i mean i loved watching bill nye growing up in the classroom i mean he's hilarious and i and, actually retained a lot of the information that he was teaching because of the, a lot of the things that he was doing, I think it was almost like before um, his time, I guess you can say like, you know, if you really think about some of like the quick things, it what everything, everything was so quick. It wasn't like you sit there and watch something for like 30 minutes. It was like, boom. And things were kind of like, you know, shooting up on this, uh, on the screen mm-hmm. and they were kind of going across the screen and there's a lot of voice changing going on. Yeah. And there was like little clips here and there, like boom, 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 almost like, almost like TikTok how it is now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I would say it's just like 30 seconds. Boom, 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 information, information. And, uh, I think that was something that was different Maybe that's why I was
4: so bad at science. I didn't have a Bill Nye in my age, life at a year at probably, early age.
3: Yeah. 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 Like, that's probably
4: it. I said, no no offense, Ryan, You have a science, science degree. Kind of, yeah, science kind of sucks. I mean, no, no offense. But I mean, maybe if I had Bill Nye in my life, I'd think differently.
2: Well, it's never too late, Chris. Almost Live would add the Bill Nye the Science Guy bit for future shows and became apparent that he was a hit, with those episodes' ratings skyrocketing. Bill Staten, the producer of Almost Live, sent a tape of Bill to David Letterman, which resulted in Bill Nye the Science Guy appearing on NBC's late-night show. Bill Nye worked with James McKinnon and Aaron Gottlieb to put together a pitch meeting for a show that was described as Watch Mr. Wizard mixed with MTV. They pitched their idea for four years until a PBS member station, KCTS-TV, took a chance on the idea. The pilot episode aired on April 14, 1993, on KCTS-TV before airing on PBS stations nationwide. A year later, Buena Vista Television entered a distribution agreement which gave them the full distribution rights to Bill Nye the Science Guy, allowing the show to reach wider audiences. Bill Nye the Science Guy was an American science education show hosted by Bill Nye. The show was a half an hour and covered a single scientific theme in multiple different ways, including songs, skits, parodies, real-life applications, and experiments. Mike Green created the catchy intro song using his own vocals. He brought in rappers to repeat the word Bill as a percussion shout, which ends with Bill Nye mouthing Science Rules. After the song was approved, Mike brought in a professional singer, but once producers heard it, they wondered why. They wanted Mike's voice instead, because it was funnier. Each episode had Nye visit different places to use real-life examples to show the episode's topic in action. He would interview experts in the field that would have to do with the topic. Mixed in with his monologues and goofy videos, it was a very fast-paced show. At the end of each episode, Bill would thank the viewers for watching. Then the closing credits would roll over bloopers from the episode. The first season was 26 episodes long and ran from 1993 to 1994. The show would run for five seasons, airing 100 episodes. The last episode may have aired in 1999, but production for the show ended in 1997. Bill Nye the Science Guy was a huge success, winning 19 of the 23 Emmys it was nominated for between 1996 and 2000. In 1996, Pacific Interaction released a computer game for Windows and Macintosh, where users have to solve science-driven riddles to save the world. KCTS-TV conducted several research studies which concluded that Bill Nye's Science Guy show was an effective educational tool. Some surveys showed that after elementary students watched the show, they had more of an interest in science. They also described Nye as funny and smart.
3: I
4: can, uh, oh, go ahead, Chris. Well, no, I was just, the last sentence, I just want to talk about that real quick. They also described Nye as funny and smart. Um, Alex and I were just talking about last night, we were going over the history, that, like, shortening his name to either Bill or Nye just sounds... Really weird, yeah. What do you mean? Like it's it's Bill Nye, like it's mm-hmm. always just Bill Nye, so so shortening it to because I was like, I say Bill Nye a lot, and then we're like, you can't shorten it because it just uh, sounds weird, yeah.
2: Yeah, say yeah, Nye, I mean, like I say Nye in the history, I said Bill, but it just doesn't sound right. You have to say he's Bill Nye, he's a two name guy. You have to say yeah. Bill Nye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris is like, why don't you just call him William? <laughs> <laughs>
3: but you know i totally agree some surveys showed that after elementary students watched the show they had more of an interest in science i feel like that's a accurate assessment
4: right that was like his purpose i feel like was to like that was the purpose of showing that in school is to get people get kids interested in stuff that they like me wouldn't normally be interested in i guess you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm. and Adam's in chat right now saying that Beekman's world ran around the same time yep. and that was another one that was very similar but i just think like the editing you know, for Bill Nye's, what made it? What, you know, in this history we just read, it was very fast paced, kind of like what I was talking about, like with TikToks, right? Like everyone's watching TikTok now because this quick yeah. little boom, 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 quick, quick, quick. You know, and that's what kind of people want their information quick now with like just the, the internet. Uh, people getting information like you know instantly. Um, I felt like like this was before its time. I feel like Beekman's world is what we were used to. I don't Bill know who that Nye is came along. I remember oh, yeah. because the guy had like crazy hair, mm-hmm. you know, It wasn't. And what the editing wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as Bill Nye. It they actually
2: um, the shared a writer as well.
3: What do you mean shared a writer? What do you mean? There was
2: a guy who wrote on both shows.
3: Oh, OK. Yeah. But I mean, it's for me, it's the editing that, um, you know, it's kind of like with our show, like mm-hmm. our show, like live is just totally you know, messy. Right. But like, you yeah. edit it and it makes it sound like a professional show. It's the same thing with this editing is a lot. 100%. Yeah. Like it, it, can, it can turn things around. For sure. You know how you uh, you know see things for sure. Um so I think that had a, a lot to do with this.
4: I also think that the three of us could be in the wrong profession. What do you mean? What are the words to Bill Nye the Science Guy theme song? I think it's just Bill Nye the Science Guy. And then people yeah. just start screaming Bill. People yes. someone got paid. Someone got paid to to make that. Like we could do that. Alex used to do it on a weekly basis for the memory song.
2: Yeah, I used to. Not only did he get paid, he also got um, made fun of because they said, uh, "Why would you hire a professional singer when your voice is so funny?" (laughs) (laughs) It's like, "I I try my best,
4: guys." (laughs) And you know, and it paid off because, like, I feel like the simple, just catchy, not so great lyrically, but just catchy stuff is the is the best. And someone in the
2: Discord said, "You know, maybe one of the reasons why we all like it is because the theme song was so catchy." And you know what? It's probably got to be part of it because when that show comes on, you get wrapped into it because the song the song is so catchy it
4: pumps you up yeah all right you get it gets the, you pumped the, up for science the, the, the hypothetically because it's never happening but the tv rolls into your room and then you hear bill Nye the Science. everyone gets like all all crazy and then your like, your attention is you know is there they knew what they were doing mm-hmm. the thing that i uh thought was really cool about this history was all of the emmys that he won like that's what did, what does it say 19 emmys Uh,
3: 20 winning 19 of the 23 emmys i mean that just
4: proves how good of a show it was because like you know you could have anyone could have like a cult following from a show but to actually be nominated and win that many emmys like that that's huge that's awesome
3: and you know the next part of the history we're going to go into some of the things that he was in and of course you know he was in uh you know i an iconic ride over at epcot um, universe of energy like he hosted that whole thing and they had like an animatronic of him I think it was did the animatronic they really of him yeah of him I'm not. maybe it wasn't an anim, I no. the animatronic was of Kramer from Seinfeld I believe but there's like an animatronic of one of them I believe kind of like in, in the ride maybe it was Bill this gotta be uh, one of Bill Nye somewhere in there but Bill Nye was like the host of it his voice is in the dinosaur queue as well I did that's, not know that yeah
4: that's true he does he doesn't he not come on the screen he, I think he does come on the screen I'm not sure he does not come on the screen he does not how do you Ryan, know? Ryan shaking his head at me and I trust uh, Ryan more than I trust. <laughs>
3: you gotta think about it. Like, you know, Epcot's like one of those parks where of course Alex doesn't like it because like you go there to learn, right? But now they're <laughs> all these new new things. Uh but I think you know, Bill Nye, he he made learning fun.
2: Mm-hmm. He did. And like you said, the fast pace pace of the show. And they said on the history this it says, you know, it was like it was like Mr. Wizard, which was a show he watched growing up that made it was a science television program mixed with MTV. And MTV at the time was very fast paced compared to other slower programs. So it was uh it was a very fast paced in your face, um abrupt swing switching of scenes. And then the the parody songs, the parody songs. Yeah, but the very awesome.
3: always, every episode had like a parody yep, song, at every the song.
2: Very end. Every episode did have a parody song. And then he had reoccurring segments he brought in kind of like, you know, kind of like the late night show that he wrote for reoccurring yep. segments that were the same kind of thing, but it was different for the topic. And uh, those kind of help because, you know, if you're learning things in a similar fashion, they're more likely to stick.
4: Uh, just looked up Mr. Wizard, not as warm and welcoming as Bill Nye. Bill <laughs> Nye is uh, is like a well welcoming, fun that yeah. person, this guy, like, forced you to learn science. Listen, if you guys don't know what we're talking about because you're listening to this, because you are, because you're hearing my voice, w- join our patrons so you can we'll look at these pictures we send live on Discord. Then you'll see <laughs> Winky Dink.
2: This is the worst catchphrase ever. After the show ended, Bill Nye continued his goal of educating kids in science in order to help improve the future of the world. Bill Nye appeared in videos at attractions at Walt Disney World and Epcot. In 1999, Nye signed a multi-year deal to develop and star in original programs for Noggin, a cable channel owned by Nickelodeon. Noggin also acquired all 100 episodes of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye the Science Guy was released in five volumes on VHS, and for its 20th anniversary, Walt Disney Studios Home Entertainment released a whole series on DVD. Currently, the series is unavailable on Disney+, Plus due to a dispute with Nye over revenue sharing. Bill Nye's success made him the go-to Science Guy, which allowed him to appear several times on Larry King Live, to talk about Bill's favorite science subjects, which include space exploration. In 2005, Bill Nye hosted the show The Eye of Nye, which aired on public television and local PBS. It was produced by Buena Vista Television. Also in 2005, Bill hosted the science channel series 100 Greatest Discoveries, and later an eight-part series on Discovery Channel named Greatest Inventions with Bill Nye. In 2008, Bill hosted a Planet Green show named Stuff Happens, in order to inform people of their negative impact on the environment. In 2013, Bill Nye resurfaced in the public eye when he joined the cast of Dancing with the Stars. In 2017, Bill Nye Saves the World premiered on Netflix, with Nye hosting a show very similar to his original Bill Nye Science Guy, but his show is aimed towards adults, not children. Bill Nye Saves the World released three seasons. In 2017, a biographical documentary film was released named Bill Nye the Science Guy, which documented Nye's personal life and career comeback. Most recently, the End is Nigh released in 2022 on Peacock and has host Bill Nye go over potential epic disasters and how to survive. Bill Nye has also written several children's books before deciding to release books to educate adults in 2014 and 2017.
4: The cool thing about this is like every single title has the word nine. And that's just because like he built such a brand. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Like you, you like. Okay. So also disclaimer before people uh, email us saying it wasn't the, uh, the eye of Nye, it was the eyes of Nye. I Googled it. And here's a picture in the discord right now to our Patreon members watching live. It looks like a horror film. Actually. This was the, uh, this is the picture. It's a picture for people listening. It says the eyes of Nye and it's, it's, literally him standing in the dark with just his eyes showing pretty terrifying looking i would it watch does, it yeah. i i it's i it's something that i would want to watch though just based on that picture alone it's just cool that bill nye has built such a brand for himself like you hear the word nye and you don't mistaken it as the abbreviation for new year's eve like you it's synonymous with just him it's mm-hmm. really it, it's it's neat and it's cool that he's also stayed in the public eye the amount of time that he has he's just such a likable mm-hmm. guy he's uncancelable. Yeah. Because he doesn't do anything wrong, and he just makes whatever he like whatever he touches just he makes it interesting
3: yeah, and I think that uh I, I think the main thing about it, like about him and why people like him, is because he's passionate about science, yeah, right? I feel like he's very passionate, and he I, I, to me, I mean who I'm, I'm not sure, but I feel like he really wants to educate us about science and about how to make the world better and about you know learning about science. I, I feel like he's really passionate about it, and I think that you know says a lot or of of why he's so successful
4: yeah Yeah. no i agree because he he is passionate about and that's why i think he stays in the public eye as much as he does is because he is passionate about what he's talking about and he just like he wants to pound it into everybody's head because it's important Mm -hmm. i think if i could describe him in any way it would just be like a science guy
2: (laughs) and chris is actually sharing something with me last night and uh about him being publicly talking about stuff recently and he has in the last like Five years, he's been talking about scientific stuff when it comes to vaccines or when it comes to uh, the Earth being round and uh, things like that. Things that he feels very um, strong about. He's going on to public places and speaking his mind, and because he's Bill Nye, a science guy, people will listen to his opinions.
4: Yeah. He's he's like – I don't know. He's like one of the least controversial people I could imagine. So I think that him hounding on all this stuff is like super important, and I think he knows that it's super important, and he says it because people need to hear it. Quick fire, quick
3: facts. Let's go. Despite Disney's association and ownership with the show, it had never aired on any network owned by Walt Disney Television in
4: the U.S., from 2000 to 2002, Bill Nye was a technical expert on BattleBots.
2: In early 2000s, Bill developed sundials that were used in the Mars Exploration Rover
4: missions.
3: Bill Nye stated that he applied to become one of the astronauts for NASA, but was never
4: accepted. That's actually pretty funny.
3: Why? That, that was, was that funny. I felt bad for him.
4: <laughs> because, like, I don't know, he's just a science guy, you know? You'd think that he would be accepted. Do you think they're right back, he's PR not science NASA. guy enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He received an honorary doctorate award from John Hopkins University and an honorary doctor of science degree from Willamette University.
2: Nye holds several U.S. patents, which include ballet point shoes and an education magnifying glass, which can be created by filling a plastic bag with some water.
3: Bill Nye successfully obtained underwriting from the National Science Foundation and the U.S. Department of Energy to become part of a package of syndicated series that could be used to fulfill the children's television act.
4: Nye served as a professor at Cornell University.
2: So the um, the Bill Nye, him getting his show put on the National Science Foundation and the U.S. Department of Energy to become part of a package of syndicate series that could be used to fulfill Children's Television Act. I think that is a big reason why he's used in schools, which is a big reason why he is who we're talking about instead of the other guy, which what was his name? The Beekman? magic wizard? No, no, no. The guy who was on the same time as him. Peekman. Beekman's Beakman. world yeah. Beekman's world, because he was used across the sta- nation in science classes for educational purposes because he met the Children's Television Act. Mm-hmm. And I think that was um, I think that was part of it. Him having that paperwork and getting that completed is probably a, a huge reason why he's um,
4: relevant today. Makes a lot of sense. I also would not let my child in the same room as a guy that looked like Beekman. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Please put it in chat.
2: Whoa! I have never seen that guy before in my life.
3: I've seen him.
4: Are you never want to again, right? Would cool. you Would you let your kid like hang out with that guy? Does he have a caveman as a friend?
3: <laughs> it's like no man. It's like a, a roach or something. What lost a bet? Or like a mouse.
2: That guy. Or a rat. Oh, that guy's supposed to be a rat.
3: Yeah, I, I've seen this. Yeah, he does look like Kramer. He does look like Kramer.
2: We hear at is think Bill Nye is an amazing person. He had a dream to spark the youth's interest in science and to help nurture that interest with every one of the 100 episodes he helped create. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to magicallyscented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge it's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, frisia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallySenta.com and use promo code dizhis 20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by 3 Cheeky Chicks. That's 3 Cheeky Chicks at MagicallySenta.com, promo code dizhis 20 That's 3 Cheeky Chicks at MagicallySenta.com. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the goof troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month, and join the Goof Troop. Just go to DizHiz.com, and on the top, there's a link. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app.
3: Hey, I'm Joe from the DizHiz.
0: And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming
3: up to give one of the best travel experiences ever.
0: I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts.
3: We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you.
0: Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip.
3: So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top.
2: Check us out on Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to weebiegeekspc.com. That's weebiegeekspc.com and listen to all the other awesome podcasts
1: as well as is. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club. However, I am going to be taking a Christmas and New Year break, so between December 12th and January 15th, we'll be watching the movie Free Guy. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D-Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website, it's srsounds.com forward slash the D plus club with new episodes every Sunday. Merry Christmas, everyone. And I'll see you in the new year.
3: So we have Nick on for a travel update. How are you doing today, Nick?
0: I am doing phenomenal. I'm excited because I head on the Disney fantasy and three days. So. Oh, so oh, you're going to on the fantasy, on. huh? Yeah. So what a fantasy. I had a headed back on board the fantasy this is my my fourth time on the fantasy but this is um a special sailing it is pixar day at sea oh um, so they are doing um something brand new this year the fantasy usually in the past has done star wars day at sea around this time of year mm-hmm. um this year they're doing uh, pixar day at sea so we are on the very first sailing for that so i'm super stoked
4: Nick. yeah
3: looking forward to seeing some pictures
4: for people like me who have never been on a disney cruise can you just like really quickly explain like what so i hear okay star wars day at sea pixar day at sea what can you expect like from a pixar day at sea because i have no idea
0: yeah so on a normal disney cruise you get this one's a seven night sailing so Mm -hmm. um you get your just typical days, nothing too crazy. Um, So what Disney has started to do a couple of years ago, they started uh, Star Wars Day at Sea. Um, What that basically means is the entire day is just themed around Star Wars. So Ah. they change the music, the music and the hallways are changed, the menu at the restaurants are themed. Wow. um, They do character meet and greets throughout the day. Um, For Star Wars, they brought on some directors and people that worked on movies and the tv shows and stuff so that every wow. sailing had a different person um, which is really a cool and unique experience too because you do get somebody different each sailing that has worked for that company so Absolutely. um and then at nighttime they do a really awesome stage show um with star wars they had uh the characters come out and everything and kind of do a little acting and end up leading to a special fireworks. So they do fireworks at sea, that is themed and choreographed to, of course, music. Um, so um, that is on top of what they already do for Pirate Night. So a lot of people are familiar with Disney Cruise mm-hmm. Line. It is known for being the only cruise ship to be able to do fireworks at sea. Uh, it's usually themed around Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so uh, we'll actually get two fireworks shows on our sailing, which is cool.
4: Yeah, so it's not That's even cool. like a gimmick. Like they really go all out. For these yeah. like days at sea. It's very yeah. Cool. So
0: and even if even if you're not like I'm not a Star Wars fan, I really enjoyed what they did with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire day is themed around it. If you're not a Star Wars fan and don't want to do anything, you can still go to the pool and relax. You can still go to the bars and have a normal day if you want. Um, or you can search out to find the special items that they have throughout the ship, the extra merchandise they'll have available. Uh Pixar Day is gonna be um very phenomenal as well too. They uh just kind of did a little bit of a teaser trailer that it's going to be um mostly themed around Toy Story and Incredibles um with some other Pixar movies thrown in there like Up I've seen and um Coco as well too. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's so like almost very...
3: for for it's like almost for a day they kind of th- like Disney throws up whatever day it is. Like That's awesome. that thing. It's really cool
0: yeah it's it's crazy that the music it's just like being at walt disney world even at the parks where you walk into a different land and the music is Themed around that land. It's not going to be the same music everywhere you go throughout the park. Um, So for that day, starting at midnight, they changed the music over in the hallways and every hallway has different kind of music based on where you're at in the ship as well, too. It's neat. I like that. Hey,
3: Nick. So I know like I went on the Marvel cruise. Right. And when we went on the Marvel cruise, it wasn't like the first one. Right. It was, you know, it was just like a, a Marvel cruise and they had like a panel. And they had like someone from Marvel there talking and like, answering questions. Mm-hmm. There's a couple people. So this is, like a spe- yeah. this is like a special media one. Is this correct that you're going on?
0: Um, I'm assuming there's going to be. We just booked it. I booked a regular um, kind of last-minute deal type thing. But um, usually they will have those panels on board for those types of sailings. I know we did the Marvel sailing as well, too, the first year that it came out. Um, I'm sure they'll have people on there teaching you how to do, do animation and do um, character drawings and stuff like that. Like they usually do anyway on a Disney mm-hmm. cruise ship. So,
3: yeah, I was just thinking that maybe because it's like one of the first ones that they'll have like some, you know, who knows who's going to be there from one of the Pixar yeah. movies or, you yeah, know, exactly. answering yeah, questions. We, It'd be super cool.
0: We're not hundred percent sure what to expect from it. It's still brand new and excited to see, hopefully since it is the first one, they'll have some celebrities on board. Um, I know when, um, Star Wars day at sea launched, we were on the second sailing and that's when Jen was on with me as well, too. And we found out that Neil Patrick Harris was on the first sailing. Wow. But unfortunately, we missed that. But so usually the um, first couple sailings, that's when they are kind of testing things out and bringing on special people and everything. So who knows who we'll get to meet. So maybe, maybe real life, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Walk around and what do you, so. Yeah,
3: that'd be cool. So, hey, uh, give us some cool travel updates.
0: So something that is hot off the press right now and that Walt Disney World is coming out with two special offers. Um, This offer started on um, January 5th. Um, So the first one to talk about is the fact that dining plans are not coming back. Disney has teased that in the past, the dining plans are coming back. Um, This promotion is um, basically a Disney... Dining promo card. Um, So you can earn up to a $750 dining gift card to use during your stay at Walt Disney World Resorts. Um, This is good for stays um, July through September 14th. Um, The other one is a starts April, stays from April 14th, or excuse me, April 10th through July 10th. um, And that is 25% off your rooms at Disney, Mm. um, Walt Disney World. Um, So two special promos that are just um, fresh, hot off the press right now. Um, the Disney dining promo one is a pretty cool offer. We're um, super excited to see how that works out. It is not the dining plan. As I know a lot of people, like I said, are interested in the dining plan, um, but this does give you the option of still getting that dining credit essentially with that. So nice
3: that's yeah, kind of a bummer people love that dining plan
0: well, i was saying nice about the discounts well yeah, yeah I mean, we were yeah, like I two mean, polar <laughs> opposites
4: of i know sorry i had like in my head that's the no. thing is i was
3: listening <laughs> nick talk like i wanted to talk about the dining plan like um that's kind of disappointing right did you ever did you ever yeah use the dining people plan?
0: I used it one time. Um, personally, I, I actually kept track of everything just because I wanted to see for my clients, like, is the dining plan worth it? Um, so when my husband and I went with it, we used the dining plan. I think we ended up saving about like $100 maybe using the dining plan. Um, but we were very strategic on it. We made sure we had the most expensive drink that we're allowed to get, the most expensive food that you're allowed to get. A lot of people wasted the dining plan, we found out, and we're throwing away snacks and run into the airport and using that to get snacks at the airport um, just to use up those points um, that were left. So um, the dining plan is nice to make it feel like that all-inclusive experience. But in the end, you do have to be very strategic with it and not use the Mm. snack credit on a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah.
4: So Nick, if I needed advice on how to spend my credits or how to book my vacations or how to utilize these amazing
0: deals, where am I going to go? Who can do this for me? I can do that for you. Really? So, yes. And I won't charge you anything. It's it free. free. Yeah. So um, I work with Sam Piper Vacations. I own the travel agency. Um, all you have to do is go to our website, Um You can request a free quote. Um, we'll work with you to plan that magical vacation. We'll make sure that you do have the best price available um, because these offers do come out every few months. There could be something that comes out later down the road that might be a better deal for you. It might save you a lot more money as well. So we're always looking to save our clients money and um, share our experiences with you and share our tips and tricks to give you the best bang for your buck. Awesome.
2: Awesome.
3: Chris, what did you do in the world of Disney this week?
4: So, a new uh, new season of Marvel Snap came out a couple days ago. So oh, I have yeah. been playing Marvel Snap a whole lot. Um, yes. That's the, the the most Disney that I feel like I've been doing uh, this week. The other thing, I did just watch a clip from the Encanto performance at the Hollywood oh, Bowl. Oh, that was really cool. I saw yeah. that too. So I watched a clip awesome. on YouTube, and it was really, really cool. So I can't wait to watch that um other than that handmaid's tale a lot (laughs) it's hulu it's hulu and disney no other 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 than that not a whole whole lot i am uh swirling into uh spiraling i should say into uh sadness because emily did get me this this squirt from nemo uh stress ball and his head is coming off oh so um so be. be, it's pretty cute though it is so besides um Watching the Hollywood Bowl clip and playing Snap, I guess, decapitating my squirt stress ball is another thing I did in Disney this week. But other than that, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. It was not a very Disney week for me.
3: Okay. How about you, Alex? What did you do?
4: Um, So I watched the
2: Encanto at the Hollywood Bowl, and I I liked it a lot. I thought it was really fun. Um, Just like the – I like how they're doing this. I hope they continue to do this for other movies that come out in the future. Because they did it for Coco, now they're doing it for Encanto. Um, I like to do it for older movies that came out. You know, bring them back and do them at the Hollywood Bowl. I think it's fun. It's a fun little thing. It's kind of like going to the park and seeing the show. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that, but they're using an actual cast. It's a uh, really fun. Also, watch Strange World. Um, I don't know if anybody watched that, but I watched, I that watched movie. it. what did you think? That was good. It was. It was. Um. It was decent. The ending was nice. I liked the ending. I thought it was a fun idea. It got really kind of slow in the middle, and it was kind of the kids didn't really continue liking it after the first uh forty minutes, I should say. They kinda of got bored of it. But um I thought it was I, it was I, fun.
3: Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was fun too. And I think there was kind of a good message behind it.
2: Yeah, we actually i I'm actually gonna watch it again tomorrow with my class because we have a what we call a buzz party and they voted on Chick-fil-A in the in uh watching uh Strange World. So I'll have it on tomorrow. So I'll probably get to rewatch it when I'm not trying to get my kids to eat their dinner. So maybe I'll enjoy it more and
4: mm-hmm. listen
2: under, actually understand some of the uh the plots
4: you guys make uh you guys make having kids sound so like so much fun i'm very eager to start my family yes yeah, <laughs> <stories>. really rewarding
3: <laughs> okay anything else alex
2: um other than that no but joe did you know who the lead of the movie was in strange world
3: uh, uh I, I think i looked it up but who is it remind me
2: jake gyllenhaal yeah, really? Mel said it, really? and, then, and then
3: I kept on thinking of Mysterio. So this is when I was yeah. watching it, right? And it was uh-huh. Jake Gillingall. I was thinking about Mysterio, and then I brought it back to like Marvel Snap to how much I like that card.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like Mysterio too. <laughs> and then the dad, who I didn't know, was Dennis Quaid. I did not know that. And then Alan, wow. and then of course Alan Tudyk is in it, and you don't really know okay. because he does he plays three makes people: some noise. a narrator, a radio host, and then he's he was the driver of the ship, the um the tan oh, guy with the mustache. Really? Yeah,
4: that's a pretty okay. strange cast.
3: Oh, strange world. It's a strange world that we live in, Chris.
2: No, it's a strange world that they live in. <laughs>
0: no spoilers.
3: <laughs> Nick, uh what did you do in the world of Disney?
0: Um well, I haven't been on in a little bit cuz I've been pretty busy myself too just selling Disney, but um <laughs> about a week or two before Christmas, I actually got a brand new tattoo and it is a Pixar. I'm starting a Pixar sleeve. No no what so I'm gonna share the pictures in the chat because I haven't shared it too much publicly yet. Um, oh, I'm starting cool. out with Buzz, Buzz and Woody. No, no way. way with the Pixar ball.
3: That's what? awesome. Dude. I'm gonna
0: get. I'm gonna finish um, colored in um, the week after my next cruise. So
3: oh man, not gonna have it done for when you go on the Pixar cruise.
0: No, I I timed it out, but um, just colored it in yourself. I mean, yeah, like marker. <laughs> I just, just use marker. Have I'll your daughter do it. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is what you do, Nick. There's going to be someone famous from Pixar there. You're yeah. you, you're speaking into existence that it's Tom Hanks. Listen, you have Tom Hanks, take a Sharpie, sign underneath oh, uh yeah. underneath and then get his tattoo. Oh, okay, get yeah, his signature tattoo. Amazing. That's awesome. Or just go ahead that'd and
0: be
2: amazing. amazing. Just look online
3: for a signature and <laughs> just have him do it anyway. And just tell the story. It's not the same.
4: <laughs> I want not a sleeve tattoo
2: so bad. I I can't wait to
0: see this done.
4: This is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah cool.
0: I, I'm originally I was going to do a half sleeve, and I, my husband talked me into doing a full sleeve. So I'm going to uh, add in play Coco and um, maybe Luca and a couple other ones. That's too, awesome. So. Cool. Oh
4: man, I'm but sure I, your daughter's loving that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's so cool. Obsessed. So real quick, um, Piper and I went to Disneyland about two weeks before Christmas. Um, spent a few days out there, and it was just a super phenomenal time. Disneyland. Disneyland definitely beats Disney World for Christmas.
4: Really? um, For the holidays. What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing about Disneyland that Disney World doesn't do?
0: Um, just the little pop up stuff that happens. We got off one ride and all of a sudden like they closed down the streets and these this little float came out with um this mariachi type band and um Donald Duck with um the three what is it three amigos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, The three amigos uh, three is that what it is? I don't know three make it yes, the then, yeah. three, same day. <laughs> that's like a good movie so the, yeah, so it wasn't a parade per se. It just came out and did a little presentation dance, and it was a very fun and energetic um the food out there is just definitely beats Disney world food in general. They do a great hmm. job with um so many different types of cold brews and cocktails and everything. So.
4: that's awesome. Have you ridden the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas overlay? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I
0: I did that a couple of years ago during Halloween time. So it was cool to, I guess, do it on Christmas time too. But, yeah. Very cool. Um, yeah. It was Piper's favorite thing. She wanted to go back on it, but unfortunately, the line was way too long. <laughs> ah. But yeah, I mean, they even add in like it's a small world. Um, as much as yeah. I am not. A small world fan, what they do at Disneyland with It's a Small World and change in and add in jingle bells and all the characters are dressed up and everything. Oh, like, cool. Mm, yeah. um, they actually try. I went, yeah. I went on it twice. Um, this year was their 25th anniversary celebrating the overlay of It's a Small World out there. So they had 25 number 25s inside the ride. So it's oh, really nice. cool to kind of look for those little hidden gems that they place in there.
4: Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. But that's all for me Joe, what did
0: you do this week in
4: Disney?
3: So this week I played a lot of Marvel Snap. I watched Strange Strange World. Um, but I want to talk about uh, when I went to go visit Ryan, you know, and I saw him at Hollywood Studios a couple weeks ago and I saw him for a couple minutes. Uh, we went to Primetime Cafe. And it was amazing. So I kind of wanted to talk about that primetime cafe. We have, I think it's like episode, one of our early episodes. We did the history on primetime cafe. No, it wasn't one of our early episodes. That was one of our backup episodes that we had to do and COVID hit. And then we, we had to figure out what we were going to do when it first hit, because we, we weren't going to be in the studio together. Yeah. So we played that, that episode. Mm. Uh, but we, it was, the food was fantastic. It was so good. And you know, like we went there and we ate and I was talking about it with my family. And we went with a couple of friends and, uh, the portions that they give they give you a lot of food at primetime cafe I mean it's a lot of food i mean it's not it's not it's expensive, right, but there's a cool experience, and you also get a lot of food, so I thought it was worth it and we had deviled eggs, and usually I don't like deviled eggs, uh but they brought out two on accident, so they brought out one and then we ate them and they like brought out one and we were like, "Oh, we didn't order two, and like, well, oh, here's one for free, and I ate a lot of deviled eggs, like too much I probably shouldn't. I didn't even like deviled eggs, I still <laughs> I ate love them. I'm deviled so eggs. Hungry. Yeah, but they were they they were they are weird and they uh but it was good i had like your server yell at you yeah no it didn't yeah yeah she yelled at us a little bit (laughs) but this one server was so funny like the one right next to us he was making people like get up like stand like against the wall with like their nose you know and this one family was like hey can you take a picture of us the guy this guy was hilarious and uh he was like sure he took a picture of the family right then he took a picture of like the the family next to them the table then he ran around run around like the whole restaurant and took pictures with that family's phone of every table in the restaurant it took like 15 minutes he was going around like, hey look this is for this family so now that, that family has like you know of all these pictures of all these it's awesome it's so funny we were all laughing
4: that's pretty awesome
3: um, yeah the onion rings are delicious but i got the the sampler so i had a little bit a little bit of everything which was really good uh but that was a great experience also got the ride um the mickey's runaway railway which was a lot of fun i mean i love nice. that ride that was my second time it wasn't even that long of a, of a wait uh, i got to ride that and but it was a good night so i kind of just wanted to talk about that even though that was a couple weeks ago and that's pretty much it that's all i did uh but this weekend you know we just upgraded our passes and so i'm going to be able to start going back on the weekends um so this weekend i'm actually going to animal kingdom which i'm looking forward to oh, and riding quite cool. a passage yeah um looking which, forward to going out there um, once mind. every couple of weeks. Go
4: ahead. I was going to say watch. which lodge, but you were talking about the park. Yeah, Animal, no, no, no. Animal Kingdom Lodge is like what, Jumbo and, and the – Kidani. Yeah. Kidani. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm
3: going to Animal Kingdom, Um, the park.
4: The park, cool. Yep. Well, dress cool because you know it is hotter there.
3: It's going to be cold this weekend. Not but it's going to be really hot there, yeah. It's super there, hot.
4: yeah. Just be careful. Wear your sunblock.
3: Next week, we go over the history of the past Disneyland attraction rocket rods that only lasted for two years. Interesting.
4: What the hell's a rocket rod? I'm sorry. Is you don't it, know what a rocket kind rod is? Is it kind of, no. is it,
3: is it kind of like a TV show? Rocket? What was the name of that one? Listen, rocket
4: patrons, Power? raise your hand if you know what a rocket rod is. Hey, thank you, Ryan. I can't see anything, actually. My screen just went black. I'm sorry. Well, Ryan's raising his My hand. My screen just turned off. I can't hear He knows what a rocket rod there.
2: is.
3: That's the his on Bill Nye the Science Guy. I'm Joe.
4: I'm Alex. I'm Chris.
3: And I'm Nick. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.